truth and preservation of our soul shine. I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. All Things in the Name of Love, Episode 21, What Orgasmic Energy Really Is and How We Can Bring Balance into the World by Being Our Authentic Selves with Nicole Mapu. Nicole's journey began at an early age. She was a deeply intuitive and highly sensitive child with an expanded perception of life, feelings, and spirit. This came to serve her throughout her journey, although not first recognized as a gift because it became manifest when she felt experiencing major emotional pain and fear. Her search to control her feelings in order to bring back love into her life only made her feel farther from the control she was seeking. It was only when she turned 19 that she experienced a spiritual awakening that triggered a state of profound love, joy, and consciousness. This began her journey of freedom and sent her on a mission to help others liberate themselves from the world's illusion of separation, pain, repression, aggression, and disconnection. It is the transformative engagement of the body, mind, and spirit that began and fed her passion as a leader of transformation, guiding women through a complete life cycle of self-expression and movement. Nicole uses her physical movement, dance, art, and higher spiritual connection, resulting in personal freedom that liberates, reconnects, and activates a unifying of the body, temple of spirit, and source. She began her work as a freedom birth coach after her personal experience that profoundly affected her during her unassisted birth experience with her children. The connection between her body and the love for her children magnified her gift. It was then she felt the calling to guide humans, especially women and life givers, into healing empowerment of their unique self through the life cycle of birth, sex, and death using her physical connection to their spirit guidance. Nicole understands the ebbs and flows of life experience, which amplified her passion for transformation. Her mountaintop experience did not last long before crisis and separation struck her young family. The pain was so profound, she even questioned her will to live. But drawing on what she knew about radical self-love and healing, she soon began to experience deep, unconditional love, massive flows of life energy and renewed trust on her path towards absolute liberation. This fueled her renewed mission as an orgasmic freedom coach and mentor to guide others to tap into their own life force energy to bring about a more personal synergy with the planet. Nicole is passionate about supporting women and mothers. Her intuitive coaching helps women tap fully into their wildly divine nature, own their birthright to be orgasmic, sensual, sexual powerhouses from the purest, divine, and wild space. Orgasmic energy is the energy of life creation. She helps you awaken to your innate magic. Feel sexy and confident inside of your body. Express your unique self and live and lead life from connection to source, the earth in your heart. She guides and holds space to facilitate you becoming the life artist, lover, 
creator, and powerful leader you are meant to be. Uh, Nicole, I am so grateful you're on the show today. This is so freaking amazing. You're such a fabulous woman. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Uh, thank you, Erica. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah. And we're having, we, we started a discussion before I pressed record about, <laughs> about like getting more into your authentic self. And for me, this happened recently because uh, my hairstylist just decided to let my natural curls come out. And I never really fully appreciated the power of hair. And I sent a picture to Steven and he's like, oh, the wild woman's out. And I'm feeling that. And so yeah. that's where I want to start the conversation is like, what is it about hair and stepping into that feminine energy that we need to do more of? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you were, when you were said, you know, the wild woman came out, I'm like instantly, I'm like, yes. Yes, this is what this is part of the work, right? Like connecting into our wild self, connecting into our wild self, and really, like I was telling you, Erica, before you started recording, it's we're so trained to be to be something that we're not, or mm -hmm. to be in a different timeline, to be in a construct of like to fit in the box, mm -hmm. and that happens for most of society right now. I could you know, almost say 90% of the population have, has been born in that way, even yeah. yeah. at this point, you know, maybe a little bit less, but definitely our children, you know, like it's, it's, it starts at that point. It starts even before, right? Like right. through the pregnancy, we're like measuring, we're doing all these things to just be like, oh, this fits inside of this. We fit inside of the norm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, we are, we're so, I love like, this is, I think you just read this in the, in the bio, like wildly divine, like we're wildly divine. And then, so the wild women, I started uh, a few years back, like with the wild women work, like it, that really resonated. But then there's all, also the spiritual connection. Like we're, we're spiritual beings. We're divine we're like a creation of god of the creator the universe whatever belief you have you know we're we're part of something greater right like right something that it's not just me making this happen right 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 and and i think what happens in our society is that we're so numbed out we're that numbed we don't out. feel it and the reason why you're numbed out is because we get numbed out it's like part of it's part of the programming right so as we're as divine as we are and we're numbed down, we don't feel it, we're also numbed out from our wild self. Mm -hmm. So we're disconnected from that. You know, like the hair is just such a it's a beautiful example. There's so many more, right? Mm -hmm. But it's part of our body. Like you you have this beautiful body and there's all kinds of shapes and forms and different ways, like different expressions of our body. Mm -hmm. And we try to start conforming it, even the way our body moves. Yeah. How, re how do we relate with our body? So we start losing that connection with our wild self, like the fact that your, your hair is curly, like, oh, okay, well, it, you know, and women were, especially with women, it's like, okay, I'm going to try and keep it straight because whatever association right. you have with that, you know? Right. And then we try and fit that and we li literally lose connection with that part of our yeah. being, right? Yeah. So as we start like liberating and just allowing ourselves to be, in like imperfect and then i quote like you know no not like perfectly imperfect 
Mm-hmm. Right? We're not imperfect, actually. We're just perfect. But <laughs> Right. But, but our, our understanding of perfect is different than what it really is. Exactly. Yeah. Because we, we place ourselves in this perception of, I'm not good enough. Exactly. Because that's, that's, that's the illusion of separation. Yep. And then we try to strive to be worthy. Like, mold. If yeah. I do this, if I do this, if I do this, then maybe <laughs> I'll be worthy of the love that I am. Yeah, exactly. And we, don't need to, we don't need to go externally for that. No. Exactly. And so the more you start accepting and connecting with the way you came here, like to your body, let's just start from the body, right? Yeah. Start reconnecting with the love for our body the way it is. Mm -hmm. Then you start connecting with that. You're just accepting that wild element of you. Yeah. With that original natural you, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, right? Like you can take something that, Normally, there's a power on like taking something that you really don't like mm-hmm. about your body. Like maybe if you're really hard on yourself, you might not want to start that. You might want to start with what you like. Right. But you can go, you know, I like to like, I like to challenge myself in that way. Like, okay, this is part of my body. Let's just focus on whatever part of my body in my, in my face that I don't like. And I'll look at it in the mirror and just like stare at it with no judgment, absolute mm-hmm. acceptment, accept, um, acceptance. Right, so this is like women are like not connecting with this. We're like, oh, I just don't want to look at it. I want to avoid it. It's there. I want to change it. <laughs> and then you just start killing the life force out of you with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I mean, we're there's a reason why we have this body. Well, that's the thing. That's where that connects you eventually to your divine self, because it was if you believe in God or the spirit or or again just the universe, you are a creation. Yeah. Of that. So when you, your body is part of it. Mm-hmm. So when you just like accept it and love it, then it's like, okay, well then now it's just, it's like an, a door opens to connecting with that, the greater divine being or source. Yeah. And then that's like, that's when you start accessing magic, really. Like when you accept your body, when you not only accept your body, but you start honoring, loving it, being playful with that. So like, like you're like having that curly hair, you know, it's just like, wow, okay, there's actually information about you in that hair. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I feel different because of the energy that my hair is feeling because it's accepted. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. You know, because we, we have this perception that, that we're animated, but, but like somehow hair which grows isn't alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just exactly. it's this journey of like what else like nails. I actually yeah. love my nails right now because they're they're filled with dirt from my garden. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And just having that that deep appreciation for well anything of me that is me so I can be the me that I am and learning how to love myself truly mm-hmm. not just not just a superficial level of i don't even know what level of like having my nails done yeah but yeah. like really really loving myself like with what i feed myself with how i show up in the world with with 
healing the wounds within that that are deep within my unconscious and subconscious. I I want to heal them because I love myself that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want to like it's like dusting dust like dusting yourself out of this experience so you can experience the the original you. Mm-hmm. Right, and so there's nothing wrong with doing your nails and doing your makeup and like right. transforming yourself. Right, but there's a different there's a different approach to us where it's like literally out of self fun, acceptance, self love, and then there's another one of I want to change myself because I don't like me. Right, and it has to be better than this. Right, so when you're like in a place of like I can like look at myself in the mirror and love myself with this little, you know, dark shades under my eyes and the and the you know dots that I might have in my face and like mm-hmm. some wrinkles or whatever it is and and like my pure nails that maybe have some cracks in there you know <laughs> just like if you can like be in love with that and then go play with your being as a piece of art and just mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna put some liner in I'm gonna put some color to just to just trans it's a transformation right and it's like it can be fun that way Mm-hmm. it's literally like a canvas and you're putting art in it right canvas is not ugly and that's what you painted right <laughs> right it's just inspiration it's white it's like or whatever you know it's like yeah. it's a surface that it's already got your attention somehow right you know and you're in, in appreciation of that and then you create and then when we when we adorn ourselves in that way which is very feminine Mm-hmm. you know do your nails or put makeup with jewelry or like wear fun, whatever it is do change your hair there is a play fun acceptance space to that as opposed to i want to cover what's there and fix it mm-hmm. and that it's like it's a radical self-love it is because i feel that i feel the difference in the energy between the i'm playing with myself because i love myself versus oh my god i can't you know yeah oh this is so awful i must hide it yeah yay exactly and the hair is a huge one like the hair you know it's that i actually teach this in last last time we're talking we're talking about uh, the senses and like tapping into Mm -hmm. our senses and i always i like to encourage women to go explore and like really connect and be present with the five senses Mm -hmm. and how that connects you to just like deeper elements and more senses and it, it brings the sensuality out but if we think about and we talk about the the hair for a second like just connecting with your hair and like grabbing it and touching it and if you're uh if you have curly hair you know just kind of like you squish it like whatever i like to squish it right like i like to just grab it and i love feeling my hair i don't have the hair where i can just put my fingers through and like feel that softness you know like that stray soft hair my if I do that it gets stuck you know or it's like <laughs> it's curly hair it's a different nature but I yeah, find I'm learning that because yeah. I've been having straight and having just running through my my fingers through my hair which is a, which is a beautiful experience and now it's like I can't do that yeah and then you get bad the beauty is that you get to relate to it in a different way yeah. so you might find that this I'm like, you guys can't see us. We're in camera here. But like grabbing your hair and squishing it and like bringing it up. Like that to me is, is very sensual. Like I, mm-hmm. I love and I encourage you guys, if you're hearing here, just touch your hair and play with it in a way that it's natural. And then you, you will start, ah, like your body will feel the truth of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Your, 
your body, you will be tapping into that sensuality of your hair. But if you're trying to keep it in a way that it's not, like if you're straight hair and you're trying to keep it curly consistently, you know, and you're just constantly trying to keep it out of the natural form, then you're just, you can be as natural with your hair. You can have that love relationship with your hair. You know, you have messy hair, you have messy hair. Maybe it means you're moving it around the whole day, right? <laughs> and if you have soft, long hair, then it's just, there's an element of you that it, you know, that yeah. you connect with that and it's soothing. Same thing with our skin, mm-hmm. you know, everything. Just like connecting with the parts of our body and offering it unconditional radical love. Which is so wild knowing how at least in North America, the majority of people are raised. Like we're allowed to play as babies. And then at some point, and I don't know at what point that is, but all of a sudden we start getting shamed for being sensual. Uh Absolutely. Yeah. And to reconnect, because there's nothing wrong with sensuality. Sensuality is is how we live. Mm-hmm. It's the connection with the senses, right? It's interaction yeah. with our environment, the information that we're receiving. Right. It's not, it's not, it can be, and it's not necessarily a sexual thing. It's just fully, em- fully embracing what you have as gifts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been, it's been marginalized into sexuality, which has also been seriously marginalized mm-hmm. and misconstrued as something it's not. Yeah. So since you have a program called Orgasmic Freedom, let's go into that right now. It's a fascinating topic that doesn't yeah. get the, the discussions it deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, what you were saying with the, my program really, it's, it was a call from source, from God, you know, the, the work of orgasmic freedom. Mm-hmm. It's, and it has to do a lot with sexuality, but it's so much more than that. And when I say that is, and I, I say that because of the construct, right? Like we think of sexuality and we immediately go just to the act of having sex. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That is part of it. And this, that is a beautiful part of life. It's an essential part of life. We're all made out of that act. Mm-hmm. So just to start there, like we were created out of sexuality. That's how we continue our existence, our species, and all other animal species, most of them at least, create the next, you know. And again, when you create life, continue to create life that way. And when we come together in that way, it's basically we're, we're opening up a channel for source god whatever you call it the universe to just bring this creation into existence mm-hmm. so even if you're not connecting a sexuality to make a baby it has that energy mm-hmm. right of creation yes of source of, a, of a, like opening a channel so it's like one of the most pure profound loving amazing ways to connect with one another to become one again it's not the only way but it's a very powerful one right Mm-hmm. So just when we start there, we start realizing, oh, okay, well, then we're, we're in that there's something wrong. Why have we been experiencing right. something wrong, right? Or oh, where there's fear and, and the boundaries and 
when you start like relating with sexuality that way and orgasmic like orgasmic energies to me and how I've experienced is the energy of life like of the universe coming in contact with the physical realm so being experienced in this form, like just like when you feel that live energy through your body, running through your body, that's orgasmic energy. There's so many ways to access it, mm-hmm. but you're going to have sex with absolutely none of that. You know, just a I've, physical act. <laughs> I've had that energy flow through me when I paint, when I dance, Yeah. sometimes certain songs. I, it's, just, yeah. it's just this creation energy. And it's not, I don't feel necessarily like i need to have sex but i just feel this this amazing powerful energy flow through me because i'm doing something that brings me joy mm-hmm. it's creativity it's creative and it's creation energy right yeah and and so i think removing the orgasm from the context of just sex into the expression of your soul in the highest way it can be yes yes exactly because I, it's a, it's, for me, it's an easy way to determine what is best for my soul's expression by how my body responds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why the connection with the body again is so important, right? Because the body will be signaling us mm-hmm. truth, period. <laughs> truth. <laughs> like it'll be signaling us truth. If it doesn't feel good in the body, <sighs> You know, there will be something that is like, if there's anxiety, if it's fear, then it's not truth. And then I get to look into that. Maybe something inside of me, a trauma that is triggering. What is it? And then you just look, look at that. But the body will be giving you signals. And sometimes because it's been such a trauma and disconnection and shaming, then we'll do, we'll encounter, we'll hear about sex, for example, and our body will get triggered. Mm-hmm. So then that's when the exploration of okay what's happening with my body is is there a threat there like maybe there's a threat but it's a threat because of a memory because my body got treated in a way that it wasn't so it just triggered like some something so powerful often will trigger things that are in the way right because the energy wants to flow like this beautiful life energy wants to flow and if it's something really intimate like that it might just be like there's a block here that's mm-hmm. like right and then it just it you feel that so their work that we're being called to do today is just to clear all of that stuff so that life energy can float freely. That's part of why it's called orgasmic freedom, the work that I do. Because then when you start allowing this energy through painting, through movement, through dancing, through the way you interact with your children, through the way you make love, through the way you relate with your own body, you experience your emotions, you know, you breathe. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're accessing being in this state of freedom. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's about like becoming orgasmically free. Like freedom, free is the key, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it's be- it's a beautiful journey, really. It's a beautiful journey to connecting with with sensuality, with sexuality. Are uh, and I love what, that you were mentioning children, because mm-hmm. that's the way kids when when you're born, you just come from source. And from being in your mother's womb, which is like we're one with everything, into this external world. And you, if you look at babies, they're just absorbing this new realm. Like they're just looking around, looking at the colors, feeling the sensation of the air and their skin. Everything is so new. Their skin, their body is just 
you know, yeah. be exploring it, touching it, sucking it. Like the mouth is a very sensitive part of the body, right? Mm-hmm. The mouth and the genitals are some of the most ex- sensitive parts of the body. So they will be, you know, putting things in their mouth mm-hmm. because it's, it gives you information. It's very sensitive, right? Right. So well, there will now, be- even now, like I'll, if I eat something that doesn't feel right, tongue will be like, <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because I'm not conscious of it. It's just like tongue just, it's like something's yes. wrong. Must take yeah. it out. And yeah. so <laughs> I love it. It doesn't stop. I mean, if you're paying attention, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when you like when you start bringing sensuality and sexuality to this like pure pure to the pureness, the most pure element of it, which is how we were created and how we came out of the womb and we're experiencing this life form, physical life form in earth. Yeah. And the babies will be touching their finger, and you like you say, you will put something in your mouth, and it's just like you're let all these movements <laughs> and extra, extra everything. Uh, it's just it's that like mm, okay, integration, feeling, information, yeah. like, and it's very like it's naturally sensual. It's naturally sensual. It's mm-hmm. soothing. It's loving, and it's pure, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that, that the rep, the deprogramming that we get to do is like from from when we're little into like, mm-hmm. okay, how to just touch, connect back with our senses, our sensuality, our sexuality with it, which is, again, that, that connection between birth and death, really. I do work oh, with that. This is so beautiful. You just brought up something for me. Mm-hmm. So my dad was in intensive care for three months. He got a staph infection, became paralyzed, and then finally they realized that his entire digestive system had been eaten by the bacterial infection. And so they Mm. moved to the hospice and I show up and the woman's like, you need to wear gloves. Mm. And I'm like, I can't, my dad needs soothing. He needs love. I'm just touching his arm and I'm touching his face and I'm touching his hair gently because I want to let him know Mm. how much he's loved. Mm-hmm. And I was so grateful. I am still grateful that I had that connection with him because he was so repressed. Yeah. And to be able to ignore, I mean, I didn't get sick. I washed my hands. I was really careful, yeah. but just I had to. It wasn't like, it wasn't a, I'm defying rules. It was like, this is so much more important than anything the hospital could understand. Mm-hmm. And when he passed, we left, they turned him over. When they turned him back, he'd gone. We immediately went back to the hospital. And I, f- I looked at the body. I did not recognize my father. Mm. What I felt was an explosion of his energy. Yep. The universe. It was like a thank you for getting it, Erica. Yeah. Because I understood that he needed it. And we all need it. We all need that affection. We all need that that sensual experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like this is, oh, it's just like that got my heart so warm because it's, it's so like, it's so powerful, right? Like, Mm-hmm. life is is an experience right like we do we we're born and then we all know that we're gonna die at some point mm-hmm. 
was so afraid of that moment, right? And then the, the illusion and the channel, I was, I was sharing this with someone this week, one of the teachings that my son, Achille, my first son, shared with me when he was in the womb, because I couldn't, I communicate, they communicated with me. That's amazing. Thank you. It was, it was just it was such a gift. I feel so blessed, honestly. They've had that, that gift and that experience. They came and they talked to me for four years before wow. they came. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it, it was amazing. And sometimes it was very difficult because I wanted to have that physical connection. Yeah, yeah. Them, right? Yeah. But they were my children and they, we had a, a bond in a relationship before they were born for four years. And they, all of these things, that I that I share you know sometimes I'm gonna just like digress here for a second but sometimes I'm mom I'm like oh I'm like on this mission I'm supposed to be doing these things like bringing this back to the world and then and then anytime I get like with this like mom feeling of like overwhelmed like if I've done this before I had children I would have you know have like all this like mental stuff that come up I'm like oh Nicole just this is came through your children like they were the ones that taught me <laughs> so there's no if I've done this before my children there was no there's you know I live my process I started it back there with with a lot of wisdom through connecting with the body but it was my the birth the, the, pre, the pregnancy the conception the pregnancy connection with their spirits and then what would come after this is a lot of elements but anyways what I where I'm going into it is when uh, when I was pregnant with my first child, he gave me this understanding of like death. He was he, that first pregnancy taught me all about death. Mm. That death was part of it. Like I needed to surrender to death. That there was no creation of life without that death. Mm. So life and death and birth and death are one. It's like it's like mm-hmm. one coin, and the, the two sides like they work together. Mm-hmm. Right. And so my second child taught me through his pregnancy all about sex through his pregnancy experience and his pregnancy, sorry, and birth. A very sensual sexual connection throughout his his pregnancy and then throughout his birth and postpartum. And like I learned like that was his lesson. I could tell that he was just teaching me about the power of sexuality. Wow. And so the first one was all about death. Like if I, and I discovered this in doing a talk about an assisted birth in mm-hmm. Chile. And I just, you know, I don't prepare this talk. So I don't have like a stick, you know, I just flow. And I, I started talking about both births. And as I was speaking about them, I realized, whoa, this one was all about death. The first one and the second one was all about sex. And what put it all together was the birth, right? So I realized ah. this, this thing where sex, birth, and death. Mm. right like you were saying about your dad in that moment when when you felt him mm-hmm. and like his spirit like an explosion that's like orgasmicness right there yeah. it's going back to oneness just like yeah. right so the physical experience here like birth is that or sexuality is that bridge mm-hmm. that opens that door for spirit for source to come into this physical mm-hmm. existence you know be born into existence and then death is actually there, like assisting that process because something dies in order. Like that experience, you know, it's a, it's a d- deep, profound shift, basically. And then we have this whole life experience and then we go into death. But there's like death is an everyday thing. We're just so right. afraid and disconnected from that that we actually fear like that. The, the approach of the nurse, of like that's fear, right? Like don't... Well, and don't 
and knowing this, like having this experience with my dad, he's not dead. Exactly. That's the magical his, thing about his it. His body is, is no longer here. Yeah. His energy is not. And, and that, and I've, I've felt his energy a few times and it's so light. It's so filled with love. It's so pure because he lived a life where he strived to be that. Mm. He just didn't love himself. Yeah. He loved others. He didn't love himself. Yeah. So, yeah. so that light, that love, that, that awareness of knowing that he's okay. He's just in a dimension I can't touch. I love you. Yeah. Well, that's where we, that's where it's like a challenge for us. We're in this realm because like I was saying, that's the same as my children. Like I realized I have a gift. Some people have a gift to connect with life after death. Mm -hmm. And I, that's my gift. Like I connect with life before they come like really easily, right? They come to me, but it's the same. And I could, I, I'm like, wow, it's my children. There's like two of them. <laughs> a sort like souls explaining to me from that other realm. Wow. And I can so feel and I feel the same desire. I want to touch them and hold them. Mm-hmm. Like when my second child was born, because he was actually the one that talked to me for the four years. I, they were both present. Okay. I had a relationship that I could feel them both, but wow. the second child was the one that actually talked to me. And so when he was born, I heard just like holding him. Obviously I get emotional and just like, it was like the second day after he was born. I just had like a total meltdown. Aww. I was just like holding. I was like, oh, you're just here. I was just like, oh my God, you're here. And it was just like this four, like six year relationship that I've had with yeah. him in another realm. And I could just hold him and Aww. touch him. And it was just like, oh. <laughs> So profound and oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so that touch, like that importance for us to connect physically, is because we are know that we're one in the other realm. We're actually one. So we're having this physical experience where there's this illusion of separation, mm-hmm. and we have this physical body that it's it's basically like the lesson for the spirit, but it's a gift because it's, te- it's just teaching us so much. Mm-hmm. And then we get to just like love it and just be so loving and gentle because it's actually quite challenging to be in a body where you're not one with everything, <laughs> right? But the more you honor it and love it and accept it and, and be like that with one another, right? Yeah. Then it's just, babies want that. They want that physical connection. They want that, you know, like my kids, I would just like, brings me back to what the nurse, the, the thing with the nurse and what you did with your dad. I raised my, like after I'd never taken my kids to the hospital or the doctor. That's awesome. And it's not like they haven't had things. They've been sick. Yeah. They've been really sick. Uh, and I just used my intuition. And, you know, one of the things I did, for example, was just like lick. If they had any eye infection or thing, I would just lick their eye. You get someone could think, listen, oh my God, that's disgusting. But no, it's very actually yeah. like, my, our, like our body is smart. It's the sign. Look at the rest of the animals. Well, right? and and the the um the spit is ridiculously healing. Yeah, it's, it's got so, yeah yeah. It's just like it's got so many amazing enzymes and I don't know yeah. what else. But you know, it's it's just got this 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 fluid that we produce. Yeah, is meant to heal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anyone else has done this, but like if I've if I've cut myself, I'll just 
put my mouth yeah. in my hand, right? Because that's yeah. the first instinct. It's not even, I'm not thinking about it. Like, oh, shit, I cut it's myself tough. while I was cooking. And I'm like, oh, I got one to oh. And put, and put yeah. a mandate on now. But like the first, the first moment after it happens, it goes in the mouth because something about that, that's instinctual. That's not something that I consciously say, oh, well, I better put my finger in my mouth. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is going here right now because something in me knows that's healing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like we know this stuff, the truth and the like connecting with that well element is it, it's just we it's on us. The information to birth is on us. The information to know how to connect sexually, powerfully, health in healthy manners, it's on us. I did a very provocative post a few weeks back, um, talking about STDs and protection, like condoms and mm -hmm. something told me it was like, okay, it's time to go stir the pot over here and I was like okay <laughs> that's not gonna be liked but I'm gonna go and it's because it's on us like we're actually trained to know that like our, not, we're not trained so we're trained to not know in this right. part to forget about to disconnect but our instinct knows mm -hmm. if you're tapped in if you're loving your body if you're connected with yourself with your emotions with your physical sensations you will know intuitively this is a safe person for me to go in there. Mm -hmm. Your body will know. We actually have the healing powers to heal anything that comes through us. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're putting your finger in the mouth when you cut yourself. Our pee, our liquids are all pure. Yeah. Sweat, saliva, pee, blood. Yeah. It's all like pure and pristine, yeah. right? So, yeah, the more we practice this, just like accepting, connecting with our body, being present, looking at the fears, and, and being, it's, it takes bravery and courage to just go yeah, there. Right? But then it's like, once you go, you're like, oh, oh, this wasn't as bad. And then you access, literally, you start accessing this capability of like channeling orgasmic energy, sensual energy. In the most, like, you like become a healer entity just with life force energy, and you experience pleasure to the next level, which is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Why do you want to deny yourself pleasure? Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Like, sin is a human construct, it is God, divine source, whatever you want to call it, doesn't see us from that lens. We're the ones that see us, and we're the ones that impose that shame and that judgment and that guilt upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm at a point in my life where I can't have artificial discussions. Mm -hmm. And some people like that, and some people don't, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because... I'm being me. I'm not being a version of me that I think they'll like. Yeah. And that's taken a long time. And it's just like, I realize how exhausting it is to be someone I'm not. It's, yeah. It uses all your life force energy. Mm -hmm. It's basically how we, we, we accelerate our death <laughs> by doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, again, we're talking about not fearing death is part of life, but it's, we are, we are, um, we're like, we're taking away this power. Like, basically you can have the choice to just, okay, I'm, I'm done and I'm going to exit and, and have that death experience in such a profound, beautiful way, just like birth. Mm -hmm. Right. But when we're in resistance, it's like, it comes closer and faster and in nastier ways. Oh Yeah. It totally not does. being who you are. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I knew when I was 12, I think it was, 
it was my last awareness before I shut down in fear because mm. uh, but I knew that my dad was going to have a tragic death and I knew I was going to get a PhD and I knew that my partner was going to be older than me mm. and then yeah. I shut down and when dad went into the hospital I knew I was like oh shit this is going to be bad this mm. is going to be really bad this is it because he he lived in a life of denial of his body mm. and so he got trapped in it yeah like that that's like the it's such a karmic and i don't mean this in a in a doomsday way but it, it was karmic because he, mm -hmm. he kept himself trapped within his body during his life so he got paralyzed yeah and he couldn't express himself when he needed to yeah and it was like, oh, oh, wow, that's that's so profound, yeah. and and I don't think I've ever seen it that way before. So thank you. Mm. Um, you're denying yourself the pleasure of existence hurts your soul. It does. Your soul was either chosen or chose to come here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, this is where my preacher comes out. I'm like, it did that or it was done. Like, you know, there's different ways to do it. If you think yourself as like being one with everything, you did it. It was your part of it, right? Right. If there's a, a, a greater thing, a creator, it was, it, was, it was a choice. It was like something divine given to you. Mm -hmm. And then for a freaking reason, right? Like there's a freaking reason for yeah. that. And we fight it the whole time. Oh, yeah. So yes, like we, so many people are living in misery because we're fighting that. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not our fault. Like it's part of like, and I have like this beautiful book. I recommend everyone reading it. It's called um, The Dossier of Ascension by Michael Sharp. Mm -hmm. And when I separated and I was in a very intense drama mode, basically it felt like a death experience to me. Something told me, grab that book. I've had it for 12, like for 12 years. I carried it around. Someone give it to me and I just, something was just like, it never let me get rid of it. And I was like, I don't want to read this book. Wow. And I just wouldn't get rid of it. But I'm like, okay, because a very dear friend of mine, old woman that was so tough didn't give it to me. So I was like, okay. I'm just... And then something told me, grab that book. And I grabbed it. And he, holy, he just explains how everything is perfectly made for a reason. Even this whole fight and fear and the system that keeps us repressed. Mm. Because the, the journey for our soul is to like, just like go through this and can reopen itself back up to full connection with source, with what we come to be. There's a lot more of what the purpose of that is in this book, but, but it's, it's like, it's like, a, like we're fighting and we're resisting and we start getting like, Oh, okay. Well, even the systems that keeps us repressed are not the enemy. They're just part of this experience. Mm -hmm. And we get to just play around and be like, oh, I'm being repressed here. I'm being shut down. I'm being told all these lies. But then I'm going to connect with my breath and my truth. And I'm just going to be like, oh, you couldn't fall me. You know, <laughs> this is actually what truth. And then, then it just gets really playful. Yeah. And sometimes we might get stuck in a corner where it's like walls everywhere. But it, it, like, I'm really wanting to call people like the, the key is your body. Like the, the, I guess you could call it the challenge that we were given. It was to be in a physical form in existence. Yeah. And so a lot of the spiritual people out there, I, it's completely disconnected from their body. And you want to go back to source. And I'm going to say spiritual people from like religion to 
people that do uh, shamanic practices, herbs that will like when plant medicines that will take you back in that connection, whatever spirituality you're in, most of them are, it's a, some form of escape through the escape of the body. Mm-hmm. Go beyond the body. And because we know we're, be, we're more than us, we know that. Can we just agree to the fact that we are way more than the body? We're not the body. We are not the body. It's not what I'm trying to say. Right, right, right. <laughs> and we're so much more with that, but we were giving this beautiful yeah. experience in our body and it's communicating as human information and it's our way back. Like when you dive into it, it's like a speed back to source, to what we really are. And now your body is not playing, it's not restricting you, it's not, you know, that's what, like the experience of your dad or most of the people. It's like, there's in this fight of the body, the emotions, all these like human things that we're just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so difficult, right? But right. it's not once you like start surrendering because then the source comes and they're like, oh, this is, this is where the money is at. This is where the abundance is at. This is where the health is at. Listen, you can breathe into and transmute your cancer. If you want it to, and I'm gonna, I might be triggering some people here, but like, it's getting really past beyond the death, like the fear of death, and surrendering into what's there. What actually gives you that freedom and that power to be in health, in abundance, in deep connections, and like, in experiencing sexuality in the in a beautiful, powerful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you're triggering people too, but I know that I can heal myself. Yeah. And it's, I haven't seen a doctor in four years. Amazing. Because I know how to heal myself. It's, it's a combination of intuitively tuning in and finding out if there's a supplement I need and mm-hmm. then doing the research on it and feeling into it. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to my body. Yeah. I know when something's off because I feel it. I'm not ignoring it. Yeah. And and that's that's a critical part is like just tuning in. Tuning and in. and it, it's it requires not distracting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. and I know from firsthand experience that there's a lot of mind chatter. Mm-hmm. And what I found has helped me is putting my hands on my heart because that centers me. Yeah. And then breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth because somehow that just calms me down. Yeah. Into the, oh, that's my mind. Okay. What's really going on? And I think what would be really an incredible benefit, and this is part of the sensuality, is slowing down. It's slowing down. Absolutely. Slowing down. And it's, it's something that we don't do, at least in North America, very much because we're always like, oh, we got to get to this. We got to get to that. We got to get to this and that and that and that. And we have to do this. And how many things are on the list? You can do all those things. You don't have to do them in a frenetic pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about trusting like the process. Like I love, and I love like go energy. I love go energy. Yeah, yeah. But there's a flow. Like, there's a flow. I also just like, especially in sexuality, it's all about slowing down. Mm-hmm. It's all about slowing down and then being in that presence. Mm-hmm. Completely being in the presence of each moment, moment by moment by moment. 
you know, and even when you're running, like let's say I remember having this practice with just being present. So if I'm late to the bus, you know, I remember this like years ago when I was teaching dance and I was like, I was always like a little bit late to the bus and I was just like run, but instead of being like, Oh my God, friend, they have to get there. Mm -hmm. And I was just like in this frantic stressed energy running. I would just not necessarily physically slow down, but slow down my mind Mm -hmm. and be present with each step that I took or each leap that I took on that run. Mm-hmm. And it would slow down without physically slow it down, but it would just, you know, I would be yeah. like, okay, I'm not desperate. I'm here. I'm pressing. I'm running. And it's one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And no, like, and then I would just focus on and like meeting the bus right there on time, just like visualizing getting there in the right time. But it was from this present moment. So yeah. it would shift everything. Oh yeah. Right. When you're, when you're, frantic you can't think you can't because you're in the you're in the flight mode yeah yeah and so like this is a this is a life journey for us to to do so this is to slow down and to be present and to connect back with source with spirit god the universe and be present and access orgasmic freedom and be uh, in, in, in welcome pleasure back into our life. Because trust me, when I was running desperately to the bus, trying to get there and stressed, thinking I was going to miss it, it wasn't pleasurable. But if I would slow down and feel, that actually it's pleasure. So there's many la- layers of pleasure, right? And yeah. just being in like, just a presence, presence, presence slows everything down. And with lovemaking, I kind of want to dive for a second into that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like when you connect with your partner with another man and even with yourself with sexuality and you remove the goal like what we're trying to go i'm trying to get an orgasm so many women come to me being like want to get like i'm not orgasm i want to get there and they're trying to get there and there's you know there's toys there's whatever Mm -hmm. the objects and things to get to that place of the orgasm Mm -hmm. it's it's just like we're missing the point here. It's all about yeah. just connecting to like every second, like t- like breathing. You can, you know, breathing. Okay, let's just slow down and pay attention to the breath. That's very sensual, just there. It's very sexual, actually. If you're like sharing that with another being, you don't even have to have sex to have a very sexual connection of like as you're falling asleep. Or whatever it is, you're giving a massage, you know, and you're connecting. Oh, thinking, the- thinking your breath with someone. Ooh, I, I do so- that with Steven when we sleep sometimes, and I'm like, this is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. So when you're like having sex in these ways, you realize that you actually don't even have to have as much sex as you think, <laughs> because it's like. So and maybe you'll have like, and then you also realize that you'll be no way. Like it's just there's no. You know, I hear all this, oh, have sex every day or every second. There's no right or wrong. Mm. You will feel the connection. Sometimes you will go months without having sex, but you will be sensually and sexually connected with yourself and the universe and the earth. And, you know, maybe your partner is through like in a different manner. Mm-hmm. And then you'll connect. Maybe you'll be doing it every day. Who cares? They're really like the counts right. of the amounts. But it's oh, letting go of that like end result. We want to have sex. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to orgasm. And we want that because our body and our soul knows that that's like takes us closer to oneness and being one with everything mm-hmm. but when you start experiencing that with everything then it takes the pressure off and then you right. actually 
go into a sexual connections, interactions and intimacy with, it just happens. Like orgasmicness happens. But outside of what the preconceived version of that is, it might be like it's just a soft lot making with it. There's never like a high peak. Right, right. Or it could just be like 20 high peaks for three hours and five hours. Like, who knows? Like, it's just going to be very different. Sometimes it's going to be very wild and animalistic. Right. And that's part of us. And then sometimes it's going to be very spiritual, like soft, all about the breath. Like, yeah. like taking the judgment and the preconceived notions mm-hmm. of what proper even proper sex sacred sexuality i you know like even with the, the sacred sexuality movement sometimes it's like we live outside of the wild like sometimes you just want to be an animal mm-hmm. and it'd be crazy and that's totally beautiful and profound right because sometimes it's an be, expression of you yeah right so just like life it's a game it's a connection it's an experience and when you allow from that going to from that place you will be taken into trips that are like beyond your imagination mm. it's so powerful yeah mm. yeah <laughs> and that's feminine that's that's our role those are feminine energy right everything that yeah. we've been talking about today here is just is that that's a feminine power that we're we're reclaiming mm-hmm Right? Because all the other stuff, like from our mind and our structures and, you know, things to do, that's all masculine. Even, even like the physical, like the separation, like an individual and linear, you know, that's all masculine. And that's been ruling us. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's part of the experience. It's just right. that we're starting to balance out that missing element of like feminine energy, yeah. feminine power the flow going with the flow well even Mao Zedong said women hold up half the earth mm-hmm. so even if even if there's this dominant masculinity there there has to be this balance of feminine and masculine for us to actually be fully human yeah yeah I mean it's still there it's that it's been there right right it has been there it's just been unbalanced right Right. So there's not like we have lost the feminine because otherwise we couldn't have continued to exist. Like, right, 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 right. Right. But we get to like now bring that balance. And when we bring that balance and we really like, I had a vision when I was coming back, when I was coming to Canada, when I basically was called on this path of like bringing back love to the earth. Mm Because I had a really profound experience through a rainbow that basically like awakened me and took me back to heaven, like took me into heaven. And it was like, oh my God. So I was sent on a mission, basically, by spirit, and it was very physical. I couldn't resist. I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And on my way here, which was like step one to, the, to North America, I was like, it was shown to me, like it was very clear to me that women were going to be the ones like leading that reconnection. Like it had to be us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like women are better than men. No, it's actually a responsibility because we okay. really embody the feminine. Like we have the easier access to the feminine energy mm-hmm. so let's just it's our responsibility to empower ourselves to connect to to be strong in our feminine energy and lovingly bring that back to the men as well because they also are have been missing the feminine mm-hmm. in their experience yeah definitely they, they, yeah our men need just to they need us to love them not fight them yeah they really yeah. do because the the energy of fight oh, just doesn't work anymore. No, no, and and they're hurt. Like the the reason why we've been getting so hurt by them and there's so much abuse and 
and sexual abuse and physical abuse. Like I've experienced that myself. Like but not, you know, like it's not that I'm denying that that's there, but it's because they're hurting. Yeah. Because they're missing that nurturing, like loving, and their energy is now like I can see this is I have two little boys. Their energy is so strong and it's so beautiful and powerful. But with that feminine balance missing, it just becomes chaotic and aggressive. And they yeah. need us to be in that strong, like yeah. emotion, emotional, physical, sensual. You know, my, if my kids are having a meltdown, they're being aggressive, like they can really get aggressive. I that, that always works. Sometimes I'll grab them and I'll just start lick, licking them or just like fighting them everywhere, like softly, right? Uh-huh. Like I'll just do something very physical that matches their energy, but it's just like loving, nurturing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll just like, oh, like go into like, oh, they'll just melt into it. Oh, you know, that's beautiful. And not always work. I want to be honest. Like sometimes <laughs> I just need to let them be, and they're really angry, and they just ugh, like I haven't created, like I haven't catched the moment where, mm-hmm. you know, they've gone there. So. Anyways, but there's, we really have that ability, like our, our, our little boys, our little men need that, and we do too as well, women, yeah. but we, it's like we are, are leading, mm-hmm. we're leading that mm-hmm. return back to the balance of the feminine and the masculine, and that's just orgasmic energy again, like that's orgasmicness right there. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Oh, Nicole, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for this conversation. I love it. Me too. And it's already been an hour. (laughs) I know. It just flows when you're talking about truth. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when just, I I don't know what I'm saying, honestly, most of the time. I just, it's, I'm like, I'll open up the channel and then I'm like, the, it's God speaks mm-hmm. and we all have that power. There we do. Yeah. So thank you. An hour has gone by with like this really beautiful conversation. Thank you for holding the yeah. space. Thank you for showing up too. Yeah. Thank you for letting your hair be free. I really appreciate that. It's a gift more than just for yourself. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. Mm. Yeah. Each person that liberates themselves, it just it encourages this freedom. Yeah. And, into others yeah so thank you thank you thank you you're welcome honey i love you i love you too bye the action item of the week is to go within or stay external and find one part of you that you aren't totally in love with ask yourself why then really focus on it and allow yourself to love it for five minutes i'm hoping that this will become a regular practice because I want you to love every molecule of the gorgeous being that you really are. Have fun with this. And until next week, I bid you the highest peace, love, and prosperity. Namaste. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. Let it flow.